Welcome to Real Estate Coaching Radio, America's number one trusted resource for realtors who demand authentic, real-time coaching. Starring award-winning real estate coaches Tim and Julie Harris. Get ready for unfiltered, full-strength honesty about what is truly working to get you into action and make you money in this new real estate boom. Now to our hosts, Tim and Julie Harris. And welcome back to Real Estate Coaching Radio. We are your hosts, Tim and Julie Harris. We're broadcasting live from lovely Austin, Texas. I have a couple quick announcements for all of you guys before we get to the next part in the series that we're doing about real motivation. And the next part is one of my favorite sections of our upcoming book, Harris Rules. It's about profit. It's the one thing that nobody talks about in this business. Or if they do, it's a five-minute conversation, and then they try to move on to something else like buying leads or teams or branding or pretty logos, right? So we're going to give you guys the truth about profit, and we're going to substantiate it by facts, and then you guys can make your own determinations how you want to form your businesses. So, Julie, welcome to today's podcast. Yes, I think it's one of my favorite topics as well because it pretty much clarifies what are the things that, that may be going right and may be going wrong when you just put the numbers to it. Profit kind of is the point. So we'll talk about that. Looking forward right. to it. And then I've got a few sh- uh, uh, Facebook shout-outs whenever you're ready. Well, let me give a, a couple little reminders. Everyone, you guys, uh, some of you guys uh, are asking about the free DISC personality assessments that we offer. Um, it's simple. Just go to Agent DISC. I think it's uh, Tim Ventura will tell me real quick, but I'm pretty sure it's actually, Julie, can you pull up that website make sure I'm giving them the right URL? Yep. I think it's H, I think it's agentdisc.com, um, and I'll check to make sure. And uh, so a lot of you guys are yes, listening right. to the podcast. Right. Okay, so it's agentdisc.com, and uh, that site is there waiting for you. You guys can take the DISC test. It's free, no obligation, and get your results right away. This is the DISC test. This is the real, this is the uh, essentially this is the purest form of it that we could put together. It took us a while to do it, but there it is. You guys can take it. No strings attached. No cost whatsoever. Um, so agentdisc.com. And number two, we had a ton of you guys, unfortunately more than we could handle yesterday, that texted us interested in having a coaching call with one of our new member coaches. And so here's what I'm going to do. Prior to the show today, I checked to see how many openings we have, and we have approximately 11 spots open for today. So if you're interested in having a free, complimentary, no strings attached coaching call with one of our new member coaches, all you have to do Actually, there's two ways. You can just go to freecoachingcallsforagents.com. But the quicker way, what we're trying to put in place here with this, is you can get a call instantly. So just text the word COACHING to 24587. Text the word COACHING to 24587. And what will happen is one of our new member coaches will call you right back versus having to wait to set an appointment. So this is much more efficient. We cut out the middleman, which is scheduling. So if you're ready for a real coaching call, if you're ready for a coaching call with one of our new member coaches, here's what you're going to experience. We're going to help you actually get started on your real estate treasure map, which is your business plan. The specific thing that I've instructed all of our new member coaches to focus on um, is the uh, formation of your lead generation wheel, the spokes on your wheel. Some of you have no idea what I'm talking about, but here's the bottom line. As a result of having your coaching call, you will know exactly what you need to do first for lead generation. And virtually everything that we're going to suggest that you do as far as your lead generation uh, system is going to be free. We want to show you guys how you can break free of buying leads. We want to show you guys how you can focus on basically going after the free seller leads. And by the way, there's lots of great sources for that. Um, So 
go to uh, go ahead and uh, text the word coaching to 24587 24587 do that now and one of our new member coaches will call you right back like i said i'm pretty sure that we have 11 open spots so everyone should be uh, be getting a call back pretty much instantly when you uh, text that um to to uh, i'm sorry i'm new at doing this so when you text coaching to 24587 um and uh and I'm also supposed to say a message and data rates may apply. So, Julie, you have some folks you want to acknowledge Your from official. the yep. uh, our private Facebook group. Yes. Yes. I loved this thought from Andrew Hefner. He says, I'm getting over hump day by revisiting missed connections, talking to my coming soon listing with seven neighbors, speaking with three to five pastor current clients about real estate because, duh, don't you know it's a job? I think that he is kind of quoting podcasts there. It, it was called work because it is not vacation. He asked, what is your hump day plan of attack and three to five minimum expectations to get done before noon? Bonus round, what are you most looking forward to today? I'm most looking forward to seeing the sun come up on the waterfront, blessed and hitting my personal health go- goals uh, this week. So I think that's good, positive, you know, plays into what we're talking about with mindset and motivation here. Uh, we also have a referral sitting here for Austin, Texas on the Facebook page. And let's see. I liked this from Sandra Norman. She says, contacted a for sale by owner, otherwise known as an unrepresented seller, this morning, today by text per their request on Zillow. Would have rather called, giving them 10 minutes to hit me back, and then I am going to call. What are your thoughts? Then she says, took the initiative to call. Got message and heard, if you are an agent calling to list, we are not interested. And she says, wait for it. At this time, whether they call me back or not, text me back or not, they will be hearing from me. <laughs> so that's from Sandra. I like that. You we're, know, not, we're not ready to, to list with an agent. We're not yes. ready to list with an agent at this time. Exactly. At this time. I love it. That's right. It's almost like teasing agents that way. But uh, Sandra's on top of that. She's going to take care of it. And let's see. We have an interesting little mini question here, Tim. I don't think this will take long to knock out from uh, Julia Kilgore. She said, early on when I joined Tim and Julia, a podcast about them, uh, I heard a podcast about them wanting to list in a certain neighborhood. I think they started walking that neighborhood, but I can't remember what they did. Does anyone remember this? Tim or Julie, can you enlighten us on this tactic? I have two neighborhoods I'd like to be known in as a go-to real estate professional. Julie, your, and I think your she was referring to a podcast. Julie, oh, okay. your phone's breaking up a little bit. Okay, so You answer, and I'll call back okay. in. I'm, yeah. Okay, good. So, so yes, what we did is basically Julie and I started selling real estate, and this was in our early 20s in an area primarily – in central Ohio. And our average sale price was pretty much what you were going to get in selling in an area like that, which was around 200 grand. And there was another area that was about 45 minutes away where the it was a newer area called New Albany, New Albany Country Club in particular. Those of you who are uh, central Ohio listeners, you'll know what I'm talking about. And so this is when New Albany was really starting to uh, get developed. And it was just this, if you guys ever go to central Ohio, if you want to see something truly spectacular, drive through the New Albany Country Club area. It was developed by a billionaire named Les Wexner, the guy who owns Victoria's Secret Bath and Body Works. I, Julie and I have traveled I'm literally all over the world, but we've traveled all over – you're back on – and we traveled all over the country. I have never seen anything as well executed as the New Albany Country Club area, full stop. I mean, it's just spectacular. So we obviously wanted to move out there. We wanted to sell real estate. At the time, the average sale price out in New Albany was close to a million dollars. Now, Julie and I were young, right? We were in our 20s, and we had uh, never sold really expensive houses except here and there. Um, but it wasn't it wasn't the rule. It was the exception selling stuff that was you know million two million dollars, and we wanted to move to Albany. So what we started to do is we didn't want to lose our normal business, our business that basically had uh, helped us to sell you know tons of houses. So you know how do we um, 
move to a market that's 45 minutes away selling a totally different product. What we literally did is we kept the existing business alive. It was you know, less than an hour away, not a big deal. And uh, we uh, formed a new business out there. And the new business essentially was still Tim and Julie Harris. But what we did is we bought the URL, NewAlbanyOhio.com. And so we built our, I hate to say the word branding, but we built our presence out there around NewAlbanyOhio.com. We started to market and we started to go after the, guess what, FISBOs expired. We started to do all the things that we'd done um, in the normal market. So a couple things. We eventually moved out there. Uh, but what we do to get to know the area and get to know the community is we'd literally go out there on the weekends. Julie and I would drive out there, we'd park our car, you know, duh, and then we'd go walk around the uh, the country club. We just literally we weren't trespassing, um, but we'd go and we'd walk around. We would get to know people. We'd you know we'd just get to be comfortable with the area, get to know the different areas. We drive through the different areas. We called the different builders. We just kind of just basically saturated our minds. It became Immersion. a hobby, really. Yeah, that's what we did, and it, exactly. It was totally and completely foreign to us. The c- types of buyers and sellers were foreign to us. The, the product was foreign to us. We didn't know anything about Georgian versus federal architecture. We sure as hell didn't know about different brick styles. We didn't know all the stuff that we had to know in order to basically be taken seriously in that market, but we learned it, and we went out there, and it, was, it became a hobby, and then eventually we sold our house that was in our, our first market, and we moved out there, and, and, we, and, and that's where we ended our real estate careers and when our coaching business took off. Now, this was back in the late 90s, early 2000s, but you guys get the idea. Um, So, yeah, that's what we did. And you guys can do the same thing. So we get a lot of coaching calls, emails and whatnot from folks who say, I want to move markets. I'm in this crappy market where the stuff sits on the market forever. The average sale price sucks. And we always ask the same question. We always say, well, how near is the – uh, you know, a neighborhood where the average sale price is like three or four times what your average sale price is. And every single time it's like an hour away. And then we ask the next question, well, why don't you move there? <laughs> why don't yeah. you go to that market? And it's always interesting to listen to all the excuses you guys come up with. And the reason that you don't want to do it is because you're just being lazy. You guys, here's the little secret I'll tell you. This is definitely true. Upper end agents don't hate on me for saying this, but it's, this is definitely true. You absolutely, positively, if you've uh, essentially honed your craft selling normal priced houses and normal priced markets, when you go out to a New Albany Country Club type area, what you're going to experience is a massive um, awakening of opportunity. What do I mean by, by that? Higher-end agents almost always – now, this isn't true in developed, mature higher-end markets. I'm thinking New York. I'm thinking in uh, like parts of L.A. But for the most part of the country, the higher-end agents, the country club agents as we call them, do not have very deep skill set. They are not that good at essentially – uh, being salespeople. They get most of their business from social connections. They get most of their business from familial connections. They get most of their business from nepotism. You guys getting what I'm saying here? So when you go out there after, like when Julie and I went out there, after having sold 100 houses our first year, after having sold between 100 and 200 houses for a few years in a row, dealing with normal people in normal situations, when we went out there and we had to compete against these other agents who had no listing presentations, who didn't pre-qualify, who didn't know how to do, had no clue what to do with a Inspired listing. When we went out and started competing in that market, we were overjoyed with how easy it was. The other agents weren't even trying to compete. They would just try to basically, uh, essentially, they would try to use social reasons not to list with Tim and Julie. They wouldn't be able to use real 
business reasons uh, to try to talk sellers out of listing with us. And it didn't take too long before sellers literally would start calling us, and they would say things like, I'm glad you guys are in this market. The other realtors were taking us for granted. I'm glad you guys are in this market. You know, I was tired of being told that you could only list with one or two different agents. That's the experience that we had that you guys can have that as well. Now, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pivot. I had a coaching client in Hawaii. And, and during a time of change, when the market's shifting, you guys can actually uh, get the, have the easiest time breaking into a marketplace. When Julie and I went out to New Albany, it, the market was hot. I mean, essentially one of these things where it's a seller's market. But it, if you have an opportunity to pivot to a higher-end market where the market's not hot or it's cooling, it's actually easier to get market share because the agents that have been there for a long period of time, the ones that sold the houses to the sellers now that have to sell – those agents aren't willing to have or aren't just very motivated to have conversations with these folks they sold houses to, letting them know that the house maybe isn't worth what they thought it was worth. Those types of opportunities only happen during a changing market. So if you're in one of those markets now, and the entire country in the upper end market is in one of those markets now. So if you're one of these agents who thinks that you have to wait to someday somehow magically break into the upper end market, I'm here to tell you that Julie and I had no family connections had no religious connections, <laughs> had no business connections, had no educational connections. And the agents that we competed against had all gone to private schools. A lot of them basically, their parents had grown up with each other. These are generationally wealthy realtors that basically whose families essentially were, you know, locked into each other from, you know, marriages and all this other thing. And Julie and I still went out there and we are still able to kick some serious butt. And you guys can do the same thing. So stop using the excuse that you know, it's not a level playing field. People have other connections. They have social connections. They have educational connections. Look, I know from experience, as does Julie, that all those things are true. Look, it's never a level playing field. If you think you're going to create a situation or find a situation where everything's level, everything's equal, everything, everyone has equal opportunity and equal skill set, doesn't exist. Give it up. You, the way you win, the way you win when you're going after anything in life is you just outwork the next guy. That's it. you got to obviously have some skill set, but you outwork them. And upper-end agents, and here's what Julie and I found. Upper-end agents, at least in our own personal experience, I've, of course, seen it you know, literally at this point tens of thousands of times with all my coaching clients, and, uh, you know, because we've been coaches a lot longer than we sold real estate. But here's what I found to, to a, with virtually no exceptions, is that upper-end agents, because they make so much more money per transaction, they don't work as hard. Now, that's a good thing and a bad thing, right? But they don't develop the same skill set. They don't uh, take the time to learn how to get, uh, do really, get really good at price reductions. They, they don't take the time to get really good at presenting. They'll be the last that's going to actually develop a really kick-ass pre-listing pack. That's a reality, the exceptions, again, being the well-developed upper-end markets in the country. I coached the number one guy in uh, Greenwich, Connecticut. Greenwich, Connecticut, Rob Johnson, Greenwich, Connecticut is one of the most expensive real estate areas not just in the United States, but in the world. And Rob has only really been in real estate selling residential homes for about three years. And now I believe he's number two in that marketplace. And, um, and, but here's, what, here's how he dominated. He's, he basically went into that marketplace, and of course I focused him in on listings. But he and I developed a professional approach to his practice, and we developed a professional pre-listing pack. We developed all these things, and he would go into these listing appointments. And these, this is for sellers that were you know, $5 million, $7 million, $10 million, $15 million sellers. And he would get the listing for the same exact reason why you guys were listing 100000 200000 are getting listing, because he had a pre-listing pack, because he had a system. 
because he approached it like a professional. And now Rob is a phenomenal real estate agent in Greenwich, Connecticut, kicks absolute ass. He has the, taken the time to learn how to get price reductions, and now guess what? His market's changing. The upper end stuff's not selling. But because Rob is willing to take the time to learn how to become a really great sales professional, he can go in and have conversations with these sellers that these old blue – oh, by the way, did I tell you that Rob was first-generation American, that he's from England, that he doesn't have any family connections other than through his wife to Greenwich, Connecticut. So there's a guy that's proven that hard work will overcome lack of education, will overcome lack of opportunity, will overcome lack of everything if you're willing to truly drill down and do what other people aren't willing to do. Hey, guess what? I believe that's Harris Rules number one, or number 13, I think, I forget, that doing what you don't want to do when you don't want to do it at the highest level will result in ever-increasing levels of success in your life. So, Julie, let's get to one of our favorite topics, which is also in our upcoming book, Harris Rules, which is specifically about profit. What made you think of having this be a topic for the show? Yeah, well, as you said at the top of the show, uh, people don't talk about this nearly enough. They certainly don't cover it when you're getting your real estate license. They don't cover it in continuing ed after you've got your license, and you probably aren't hearing much about it from your office manager, your broker, or anyone else. You might hear about it from time to time when you're amongst your colleagues, you know, on our Facebook page, that kind of thing. But it's rule number four from Harris Rules. You know, we're highlighting some of the things from the Harris Rules book, which is up and coming to be released soon. And rule number four is that your profit is your product. Now, how many of you would have said that if we put you on the spot and said, hey, what, what's your product in real estate? You're going to say things typically like great customer service, happy clients, uh, that sort of thing. And that's certainly part of it. But ultimately, aren't you in this for profit? I'm pretty sure you are. And if you are confused about this, start doing your deals for free. Go well, ahead. But, Julie, but, that, that, but that's really – that's an incredibly <laughs> important point. That's an incredibly important point. And that's what we've seen, basically. That conversation has never had – amongst people talking about forming teams. And I want to give you guys some background on this just so you know that we're not full of shit. When you basically go and you have product, a profit as your product, that means that literally you – know, so let's say, for example, you know, again, Julie used the example. If we were, and we've done this so many times, we know exactly what you guys should say. You know? And I understand why you'd say this. If you brokers, office managers, you ask your agents what their product is, you would listen to what they say. They're going to tell you it's happy customers, it's sold houses, it's transactions, it's all these other things, but not a single one of them is going to say profit. In our opinion, profit is the litmus test to whether or not you're an effective business person whether or not you're an effective entrepreneur, whether or not you're an effective salesperson, whether or not, get this, that you actually are operating on the mindset of service and understanding that your highest and truest purpose on this planet is to be of service to others. The amount of profit you make in your business is directly related to your actual uh, exercising of that belief, that mindset, that philosophy of life. Okay? Now, I want you guys to think about that. Does that seem counterintuitive to you? I know it does, but let me validate it. We did an interview with a guy who um, has basically uh, – Julie, can you go to our website and remind me his name real quick? He yep. essentially is the – he's seen as the national expert when it comes to doing mergers and acquisitions, not just for real estate uh, agents, but real estate brokerages 
And on the podcast, you guys can go back and listen to this, he actually was uh, now starting to do some sales of teams. So what he does is he goes into real estate brokerages, uh, Steve Murray of Real Trends. Thank you very much, Gina. So Steve Murray of Real Trends. And so he goes into businesses, brokerages, agents, uh, teams, whatever, and he then essentially positions them to be sold. And then he's like a listing agent, right, except his a listing is your brokerage, okay? Steve Murray, Real Trends, if you want to sell your brokerage, that's the guy to call. There's other people that do it, but Steve, I think, could be argued as probably the most experienced. An absolute gentleman. Um, again, listen to the podcast we did with him. If you want the specific grind-out details, just go to timandjulieharris.com and just Google or just use the search bar and look for Steve Murray, or you can go to uh, find him on iTunes, or you can find him on Stitcher, the same podcast. Steve Murray, Real Trends, you know, go to uh, Real Estate Coaching Radio. So, um, here's what he said, and this is what I think we already knew. We'd been telling all of our agents for this forever. It's I don't I think it's a I mean honestly I think a lot of people know it that are in our position they just don't talk about it. And anyone who's trying to tell you to form a team, if they haven't heard this statistic, they'll have heard it from us and they'll try to basically refute what we're saying. I've had people on Inman's stage before who will literally, without using our names, they'll literally say, you know, there's a couple, there's a, you know, a, a coaching, you know, organization that are saying teams are not profitable and whatever, whatever. Okay, so look, I get it. We've taken the personal jabs for years about this, but we knew what we were saying was right, and we don't care about the criticism. Steve Murray completely validated what I said. This was just a few months ago. Listen to this podcast. Most brokerages, guys, get ready to be shocked, make around a 3% or less net margin before taxes. So these numbers I'm telling you are all before taxes. Most teams, Steve said the numbers aren't, he doesn't have as you know, good as data, but he said most teams, now this was, truthfully, this is lower than I thought, make around a 10%, 10 to 12% net uh, profit before taxes. I, I really want you to think about what I just said. This is the reason profit matters the most. This is the reason that we ask you guys to form your real estate practices around profit, because if you don't, you won't have any. If profit isn't your product, you won't have any profit. <laughs> if you don't have any profit, you don't have any product. What the hell is the reason for you to run your business just to support your lifestyle? That's what it's become for most top producers in the country because nobody's telling them the truth about this. Okay, let's break it down. If you're a big wig team in most of America and you earn a million dollars in commission, your team earns a million dollars in commission, let's say, your net profit, according to just you know facts, is going to be no more are you guys listening to what I'm saying? Then say 125 to 150 grand. Now I'm giving it. I'm even boosting it before taxes. I, I, I wrap that around your minds, please. So a big team. The team is strutting around your office right now. Who's got all the billboards, all the signs, all the minions, all the buyers agents, all the ads, all the this, that, and the other that are making a million dollars. And that your board, big annual awards banquet. Everyone's celebrating them. Oh, so and so, so great. They had big egos. Everyone's kissing their ass. The office manager and the broker gives them extra resources. They're afraid to confront them. They, you guys knew what I'm talking about. Okay, those guys are generally speaking making say 120 for every million that their team grosses. They're making maybe 120 grand before taxes. 120 grand after taxes is probably going to be about 100 grand. Yes. You heard what I and just said. And you're being generous, but I think, based on the actual statistics, I think you're I being am. on the generous end of things, too. Yep. 
I am being on the generous end of things. But these are real facts. This is information that Julie and I have gathered over the past 20 years. Remember, guys, we've had – it hasn't just been the Tim and Julie show. You know, we have a large coaching organization. We have the largest podcast for real estate agents in the world, so we're told. But we've been involved in many different uh, brokerages, many different, you know, uh, coaching organizations. We've, we have a very deep background in what we're telling you, and this is the truth. Profit doesn't just automatically come in this business. And now, here's the fact. You can run your business, and this is what we always try to get you guys to do. A lot of coaching clients will come to us with big teams. This is very painful, these conversations. And they'll say, begrudgingly, Tim and Julie, I've listened to your guys' podcast. I listened to what you said about profit. I don't have anything to show for my last 10 or 15 years. I've got all these plaques, all these awards. Everyone puts me on stage. You know, maybe I've written a book. Maybe I even call myself a coach, but I've never actually made any profit. I have no net worth. I've never bought any rental properties. I have a lot of debt. This is a normal coaching call we have with a top producer. Okay, you guys listening to me? And then I tell them what they don't want to hear, but they know I'm going to say it, and that's the reason they have us on the other end of the phone. I'm going to say, well, look, if you want to form a profitable team, you have to build the business around profit first. Profit has to come first, not what's left over. Because if you do it that way, just like if you're trying to personally save money, there won't be any money left over. You'll always find some way to spend it. And so we have to literally restructure the way they think about real estate. And oftentimes, yes, they're going to have a team, but it's not going to be a team in the way that they think of it now. They're going to have a team, but the team is all going to be focused on the same goal, which is generating profit. When you have profit, when you have a profit motive, and I know what I'm saying is not politically correct, and I do not give a shit. Because the fact is, is if you're running a business that's focused on making a profit, you will have to get good at your craft or you'll have no profit. If you don't have a profit, it's because you're spending too much money to buy leads. You're spending too much money. To, you're discounting commissions. You're doing all these things that are as a result of you not doing essentially having, your mind, having the mindset of service and becoming the best salesperson, best business owner that you possibly can. If you are focused on being of service to others, that means you automatically then have to get really good at helping solve other people's problems in the forms of sellers. You have to get really good at negotiating. You have to get really good at managing other folks that work for you so you have profit. And what a lot of you guys have done is you've given up profit in exchange for transactions because you are being seduced by your egos that are letting, leading you down the primrose path of the ego recognition, the awards, the, the, you know, all the adulation you're getting from your real estate community. Maybe even nationally you're having people kiss your butt. You've exchanged all that. You basically have given up profit or at least the profit you could have otherwise had for that. You've convinced yourself that the ego is the payoff, not the actual profit. And I challenge all of you guys, and I fearful all of you guys who think like that, and I'm being really blunt and honest with you because I've seen what happens when the market changes. I've coached agents. I've had, I mean, our business took off basically after the real estate crash because we had so many people that didn't know what the hell to do and didn't know how to basically downsize their teams, didn't, knew the whole team thing was a primrose path because they understood the whole profit idea and they didn't want to go down that path. That's our, the basis of what we teach all of you guys to do is to build a profitable real estate practice because profit is your, profit is your, an actual, your product. And if you're not producing lots of profit, I want you guys all to have at least 50% margins, profits, before tax profits in your real estate practices. All right. Remember I told you that the big team who earned a million dollars, 
that team leader, the guy who took all the risk on the team, he's going to make maybe 125 to 150,000, as Julie correctly pointed out, as being generous before taxes. Now, you could earn the same amount of money in almost every market by just earning maybe 250, 225,000 with just you and an assistant. Maybe 250 if you want to get around 150, 175. But literally, you can have a hell of a lot less liability, have a hell of a lot less risk if the market shifts, and have a lot more control of your life. Focus on being a listing agent. Have, probably you want to have one assistant. And when you do that, guys, you can make 50% profit margins. With that profit, that's how you get rich. Nobody ever has gotten rich from selling real estate. Well, I suppose there's one person who's going to argue with me that so-and-so did, and maybe there is one example. But for the most part, none of us get rich from selling real estate. We don't. You get rich from the profits being reinvested from the real estate you sold. Okay, I don't doubt you guys can sell real estate. You pay attention to our coaching. You do what we ask you to do. Actually, it's relatively easy to sell real estate. It's relatively easy to be successful in this business when you follow a proven system like ours. What I do doubt is your ability to basically make profit because I've seen it too many times. You guys will sell hundreds of houses. Sometimes you'll sell 50 houses, 25 houses. You'll sell 30 houses and your average sale price is $5 million and you don't have any profit left over because you spent it all. What's the point of being in business just to have this big you know, ego, you know, egotistical lifestyle and presence in your community? It makes no sense, guys. You've got to pull the profit out so you can reinvest it. So you can reinvest it in actually getting rich. Rich is where your money works for you, and you no longer have to work for your money. What you guys are just experiencing, a lot of you, is just good cash flow. You're not rich. I realize that you know under the last presidential, oh, God, Tim's being you know political, but I'm not. I'm saying a fact. President Obama said people earning $250,000 a year were rich, quote, unquote. Remember that? Okay, well, it's not difficult to earn $250,000 in real estate in most markets. If you think it's difficult to earn $250,000 a year in most real estate markets, you guys just need to you know, join our, coaching, our premier coaching program, and we'll show you how. It's really not that difficult. Where the difficulty comes in is when you earn the $250,000, but you spend it all because you start doing the silly things that have plagued our industry. The ego stuff, that's what we want to purge. We want all of you – look, we're not going to be able to positively affect every single agent in the country. I'm not naive, but for those of you who choose to tune in to us, here's what I'm telling you. Your product is profit. With that profit, you reinvest. You reinvest in things that then make you money because the definition of rich where all of you, I think, want to be is you want to be financially free, where you no longer have to think about money that's where your money works for you, and you no longer have to work for your money anymore. Rental properties, paid-off assets, things that are going to produce cash flow for you. So when you wake up in the morning, you have more than enough money coming in that if you chose not to work or if you chose to do something else with your life, you could. Why don't you focus all your best energies on getting there? Why don't you make it so that, all, so that you are rich, so that your money is working for you, and you no longer have to work for your money? And I'm not saying from your real estate team, guys. I'm not saying from your real estate brokerage or from your mortgage company or your ancillary, whatever you have going as a result of a real estate transaction, because if the real estate transactions slow down, all those other ancillary sources of income that are dependent on you selling are going to go away too. I don't want you guys to do that. That's too risky. What I want you to do is I want you to make lots of profit and then buy investment properties. We've talked about that hundreds of times on this podcast because the definition of rich, guys, this is our definition, but I'm giving it to you. The definition of rich is where your money works for you, and you no longer have to work for your money. So please get there as fast as possible. Profit is your product. Do not lose contact with that. Do not lose focus on that. 
So, guys, listen, if there's ever anything we can do for you, please respond, or please reach out to me directly, Tim at TimAndJulieHarris.com or Julie at TimAndJulieHarris.com. And remember, excuse me, remember, guys, go ahead and uh, text the word COACHING to 24587. And remember, uh, message rates may apply depending on your, your phone plan, obviously. So text the word COACHING to 24587, and when you do, you'll get an instant callback from one of our new member coaches, and they'll get you started on the Real Estate Treasure Map, which is one of our books that we're going to give you for free. You guys have a fantastic day. We'll talk with you on the show tomorrow. This program has been a presentation by Tim and Julie Harris, Real Estate Coaching. For more information on our real estate coaching and training programs, visit our website at timandjulieharris.com. Remember to tune in weekdays at noon for upcoming shows. And until next time, thank you for listening to Real Estate Coaching Radio with Tim and Julie Harris. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.